From Humber College, in association with the Etobicoke Philharmonic Orchestra, my name is Mark Whale and this is the Music Listening Project. Today I am going to be listening to Elgar's Enigma Variations, a solo listening rather than with Matthew. It's snowing, that's our excuse. Edward Elgar is an English composer writing music around the turn of the last century. Elgar entered the European musical scene at a time when nations like England, who had been very much on the fringes of musical creativity throughout much of the 18th and 19th century, were beginning to find their voice. There is something quintessentially English about Elgar's music. It's difficult to say if its Englishness is simply that we have come to associate it with the kind of land of hope and glory music of which Elgar was also the composer, or whether there is something in the musical gestures that captures English gestures, whatever they are. Anyway, Hans Zimmer, the film composer, certainly thought there was something English in his music. His film score to Dunkirk begins in the following way. creepy clock ticking you hear these tones that are going da di da Later in the film, and I'm not sure whether this is the part where Kenneth Branagh turns his field glasses on the fleet which have been sent by Churchill across the English Channel to pick up the 300,000 soldiers stranded on the Dunkirk beach, or whether in fact it's at the end when the Spitfire is gliding without its engine, we hear this. It's a slightly higher version of what you've just heard. a little more friendly than the first version of that tune but you can still hear those da da still he- hearing those pattern of notes
and this is the original that Hans Zimmer took it from. So many of you will recognize that as Nimrod, variation 9 from the Enigma variations. Hans Zimmer takes that theme, which is itself a variation of a theme, and the whole of that film score of Dunkirk is infused with those intervals. The original theme, the Enigma theme, goes like this. To be clear, Elgar composed the Enigma Variations in 1899, which comprised of a theme and 14 variations on that theme. Each of the variations characterized one of his friends. The ninth variation characterized his music editor, Augustus Jaeger, who was a great support for Elgar in his career. Nimrod was described in the Old Testament as a mighty hunter before the Lord. Jaeger is German for hunter. Hans Zimmer composed his own set of variations on Elgar's variation as a soundtrack for the 2017 film Dunkirk, which details the evacuation of the Allies from the shores of France. Wheels within wheels. Let's listen once again to the original theme.
theme is in the minor key. in a sense but it's interesting it ends it ends with this major cadence and here again is the minor beginning these falling intervals da, dee, da, da. drooping if you like dee, da, dee, da, dee, da. but at the same time it's rising because it goes da, dee, da, dee, da, 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 da. So you have a kind of tension here between a sense of falling, but at the same time something rising. So there is a almost a paradox. And again, the bass reinforces this rising idea if you listen to the bass. bass is also regular and the upper parts of Ireland's uh, kind of riff off of that so it's bomb dee da dee da bomb dee dum interestingly the rhythm of that first phrase ba ba bee ba spells out supposedly the rhythm of his name if you think Edward Elgar. Not sure how significant that is. Something which is always very characteristic of Elgar are these reaches up da da dee um, and then falling back down and then that gorgeous piano then that moment of peace or reflection after that exertion Also like the added woodwind, I can hear something in the background there. I think it's a flute over. And now you have a lift, a clarinet, and the strings are in thirds.
and the lift is a beautiful upward melody. So now it is just up. There's no down mixed into it. Essentially, it goes up the scale. And now we're in major. I love the way that the instruments grow one out of another. They kind of blossom. And it moves as well. Now we have movement. Everybody moves together. And now again, back to the reflection. And this with these rests in between, these spaces. I just melt at that moment. That's what I was saying about these leaps up, minor sevenths. certain extent all music comprises theme and variation in that it involves development development of melodies harmonies and rhythms for a theme and variations to work the variations have to be more than disguises just as you see development in a person that is genuine that is more than simply a change of clothes or a new mustache so musical development that is genuine has to be more than the ornamentation of the theme for me the success of elgar's variation lies in the extent to which he is able to maintain in his variations the tension between the two very different dispositions he sets up in his enigmatic theme. Let us listen to one example. The second variation, entitled HDSP, Hugh David Stuart Powell, who was a friend and amateur pianist. Again, you have an exchange between the first and second violins who are playing this rather difficult spiccato bounced bow motive. You get a real sense of the idea of the theme being passed around the orchestra. It's kind of conversation.
and just immediately there you get the violas coming in with that do dee do dee da da and then the wind echo that. Violas. Wind. And then the clearest indication of the theme now. Comes in in there in the bass while the woodwind are giving us this. There it is. The tempo or the momentum of the movement picks up as the call and response, the conversation happens at a faster pace. They're shorter interjections. Da da ding, da da dun, da da dun, da da dun. Nice pizzicato there. The clarinet picks up on that ba pee ba pee ba bum ba dee ba dee ba dum. Timpani down there. That was one variation of the theme. I will leave it up to you, my listeners, to decide if you think Elgar was successful in properly developing his theme in a way that the music's sense of self grow, or whether he simply wrapped it in some new clothes and gave it a false moustache. Elgar sported a particularly prominent moustache. The recording you were listening to was a recording made by the City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Sir Simon Rattle. Thank you for listening to this Music Listening Project podcast. To listen to other episodes in this series, please tune in to the Music Listening Project on iTunes.